This is Rick Spielman, General Manager of the Minnesota Vikings, and you're listening to Roster Watch. This is Roster Watch. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here as always with Byron Lambert. We are recounting today's practice for the Senior Bowl 2012. There's a whole lot to go over. We're going to be going over Chris Rainey. We're going to be talking about Melvin Ingram. We'll be talking about Dwight Jones. We'll be talking about Quentin Couples. We'll be talking about the text, the trio of Texas players, Keenan Robinson, Keiston Randall, Emmanuel Acho. Uh, we got a little bit of good scoop from the Raiders scouts. Uh, there's a whole lot of stuff that we're going to be kind of hitting up here. I think the best place to start is with the quarterbacks on the south side. We have on the south squad Nick Foles of Arizona, Ryan Lindley of San Diego State, and Brandon Whedon of Oklahoma State. Of the three today, I think it's safe to say that Nick Foles had the worst day. Would you agree? Yes, I would say Nick Foles looks shaky on his uh, second day of practice, uh, still showing inaccuracy, a little trouble with his movement uh, out of the pocket because there's a little bit of a rush, and uh, his arm his arm does look weak, and he spent a lot of time checking the ball down. So he definitely – and he seemed discouraged after practice. So I think that's evidence as well. I went to talk to Nick after practice today. Uh, he's a guy who I know from our shared community in Austin, Texas, in the – suburb of Westlake. We know each other through family sources, things like this. I could tell that he felt a little bit down about the way that he had played. It was tough, though. In our opinion, you have two top-tier NFL ends, guys who are ready to go in the NFL, and Melvin Ingram and Quentin Couples going against you. And even though you can't hit the quarterback, they were still just getting an unbelievable amount of pressure what every scout has told us is that Nick Foles' his issue is mobility and the other issue is arm strength. We've seen the arm strength issue. Today we saw a little bit of the mobility issue once these guys got full pads on. And Quentin Couples and Melvin Ingram started coming in from both sides. One guy that caught everybody's eye today was Melvin Ingram. He's been catching everybody's eye all the time, but he's just he, – man, he is a beast. He lowers his shoulder. He can get it underneath the armpit of the tackle. He can use his leverage. He gets around the outside. As far as Quentin Couples, he just doesn't even need to use leverage. The guy's an absolute beast. He's six foot seven. He's 290 pounds. Uh, in individual drills, he was getting double teamed, and he was beating double teams consistently, not only beating double teams, but pushing an offensive tackle and an offensive guard who were both all-star caliber, both back, completely devastating is an outside pass rusher he's a prototypical perfect textbook 4-3 the end Dwight Jones is arguably one of the top four to five wide receiver prospects in this year's draft it's due a lot to his route running and we did not see any of that today he looked inconsistent he looked hesitant he looked lost in speaking with his agent last night Eric Armistead he said that on Monday, Dwight felt so-so about his practice. I kind of felt so-so about his practice. You figure, though, these guys have growing pains. They came in yesterday. It's a wet field. It's their first day. They're getting acclimated. Well, today there were some receivers who really stepped up. Dwight Jones was not one of them. But we did get some interesting information from his agent about his most likely destination next year. 
Apparently, the two spots that they're looking at him hardest is Jets right there around 17 as a replacement for Plaxico Burris. The other one, our own Houston Texans, right on the other side of Andre Johnson. Chris Rainey out of Florida, another prospect uh, people have been very, very curious about. Uh, real good player in college. He's got a lot of athletic skill and talent. Everybody's just wondering how it's going to translate uh, to the pros. He's a little bit of a smaller guy. Uh, he wants to play running back. So today we saw him, you know, the last two days actually. He started He started at running back uh, but before you before, in, in drills. But before you know it, uh, they had him running sideline routes, lining up with the receivers in drills, also practicing punt returns. So it looks like they're trying to get a feel for where they're going to be able to use him best, what his best skills are. Uh, we did get to address Mike Shanahan in the evening press conference about his use of Rainey. Uh, and he just said, the, in his opinion, the guy was good and multi-talented, so he wanted to put him in a lot of different positions to succeed. Personally, when we saw him on the field today, we were underwhelmed. We didn't really see the speed. We didn't see, you know, any kind of freakish athleticism out of him. We're not sure he can be a receiver. Uh, but I guess a guy you could consider, another guy out of Florida you might want to consider comparing him to is potentially a Percy Harvin, especially with a fantasy football perspective, if they're going to be uh, potentially using him like this. Uh, that's a question we also got to ask Chris in the evening press conference and he didn't take that comparison too well. He wants to be Chris Rainey, and uh, he doesn't want to be put in any kind of box. So he's out to sh here to show everybody what he's got, and uh, we're curious to see how, how he does as the draft process unfolds. Well, if I was Chris Rainey, I would not take any, any kind of uh, offense to being compared to Percy Harvin, but that's his own prerogative. He's his own man. We're not here to judge their character. We're here to judge their skill sets as they pertain to the NFL Keenan Robinson today, the South defense was lining up in a 4-3 under base with one deep safety for most of the practice. Keenan Robinson had a quite a matchup nightmare against very, very talented, very, very tall tight end Ladarius Green from Louisiana Lafayette. He might not be a guy that a lot of you have heard of, but... He's a blocking tight end who has somehow made the transition to being an elite pass catcher. He lines up at the fullback. He lines up at the H-back. He lines up at the slot. He lines up even in the X. He runs great routes. But the most interesting thing about him is that he has these long arms, and he's so tall. He's a hands catcher. And so you couple those two abilities, and he's a guy that creates a matchup nightmare. They got who we view to be one of the most athletic specimens on the whole South roster, and Keenan Robinson lined up on him. And Keenan, it would appear to the casual eye, was getting a little bit burned. He caught up with Byron after the game, and Byron talked a little bit about the matchup with Keenan, while I was talking about Keenan's matchup with Ladarius. Keenan Robinson, former UT Longhorn, one of the weigh-in warriors of the Senior Bowl. Uh, got to catch back up with him today. Kind of followed up with him a few times just to see how things are progressing. And it was very interesting to see uh, because he's, you know, a prospected as an outside linebacker. It's very interesting to see today him actually go up to the line of scrimmage when they were lined up in a 
get down on the end, make it look like a five-man line, and almost put his hand on the ground, like Alex said, to the casual uh, viewer, that's, that's what it might have looked like. But then suddenly he would drop into coverage with the tight end, and it looked like he was getting beat. Um, but what Keenan actually expressed to us is that they were running a defense, the defense that's the 4-3 under, and his job was to get down or close to down like that, but then to pop, read the play, pop right up, run with the tight end for a minute, and then pass him off to the safety. So overall, he thought he had a good day of practice. Um, it seems like he was in good spirits. So another, uh, another good practice in the books for Robinson. And the Texas players in general, Keiston Randall is a guy who I, I'm dumbfounded. Whenever he came out of Beaumont, recruited by Mac Brown's staff, he was a guy that I was extremely low on. I thought he stood up. I thought he got. I thought that he relied on natural ability. I thought that he was a guy who had, didn't even have what it took to get along at the college level. That is why I'm not a high school scout, apparently. Keiston Randall today was beating double-team blocks. He was getting pressure. He was getting penetration. And what you'll notice most about these Texas players is they seem to be coached on their attitude and their vocal ability and their leadership ability because every single one of them Let's go down the list. You have Emmanuel Acho, the starting Mike linebacker for the South squad. Unanimously agreed upon by everybody on that defense as the vocal leader. Stepped right in, took right over. Keiston Randall, playing nose tackle. Generally not a position where you expect a lot of a leadership role, a position where you expect to take up a double team, fill up some space. But after every play, Keiston Randall after getting five yards of penetration into the backfield, would sprint back to the huddle. The only player on the field that was doing such a thing. It almost looked out of place, but it, I guarantee you it's something that the coaches noticed, and I can personally attest to the fact that it is something that coaches noticed. Keenan Robinson, for, first and foremost, has been the person that scouts, media types, everybody has been consistently impressed with. The young man talks like he has 10 degrees from 10 different institutions. He understands the game better than 99% of the people who were here covering this. The other interesting note regarding a Texas player, uh, Texas Aggie, Cyrus Gray. Uh, news is starting to filter out, uh, I'm sure in the mainstream media, that he failed his physical here at the Senior Bowl. He's not playing here at the Senior Bowl as we had all hoped. Byron got a chance to catch up with Jeff Fuller after practice a little bit about what exactly happened with Cyrus and what's going on in his world. Well, I did uh, catch up with Cyrus Gray's former teammate in, at A&M, uh, Jeff Fuller, and just asked him, I said, hey, you know, we we're really hoping to watch Cyrus out here. What uh, What's his status? We haven't seen him on the field. And he said that uh, I guess he had had a, a collarbone injury that they considered to be a stress fracture dating back towards the end of the season. And he got out here and just wasn't feeling right. Uh, sounds like he did not pass his physical. And he went ahead and went back to uh, Texas to keep training for the combine. Uh, on a side note, I asked Jeff Fuller what he thought about today's practice because we watched him. And, again, he looks like 
just a physical specimen out there. He's bigger than everybody. Um, but we saw him, you know, drop a couple easy passes, have a little trouble getting over the top. And uh, he definitely said he was, you know, he definitely said he wasn't that happy about today's practice. He said, but, you know, he's going to keep working hard, uh, try to get better all week, and uh, put his best performance out on the field on Saturday. The other guy I'd like to speak about for a minute, and you guys will be able to uh, visit rosterwatch.com or iTunes to listen to this podcast here shortly, is I caught up with who I consider to be the best-looking running back on the South squad. Uh, it's Vic Ballard, Mississippi State. The guy runs with power and balance. He seems to really be able to push through traffic. Uh, also seen him catch a few nice balls. So that was really, really impressive today to see. And uh, you should definitely check out the interview with him. I think he's a guy to watch out for next year, just can really help a team in the NFL and also maybe a very viable fantasy option. He's very good around the goal line. Speaking of South team running backs who are good around the goal line, we'll be touching on this a little bit more in our rundown of our conversation today with the inside scoop from one of our friends who is a Raiders scout. But it's worth noting that Terrence Ganaway, running back from Baylor, was surrounded today by scouts from the Oakland Raiders. When we asked our source with the Oakland Raiders about this, we brought up the fact that Michael Bush had an expiring contract, that they have Darren McFadden there, and they have a rookie this last season in Taiwan Jones who they're really high on. The scout noted to me what an intriguing idea it would be to have a guy like Ganaway who's a lot like Michael Bush to possibly come in and fill that role. That's something that we all need to keep an eye on and something that we'll be keeping an eye on for you here at Roster Watch. This is the recap of practice number two for the South team. Check out all the interviews, all the content, everything we have on iTunes the same way you got to this.